0: Hi, and welcome to the Boostly Podcast. This is the podcast that gives hosts all over the world the tools, the tactics, the trainings, and most importantly, the confidence to go out there and get more direct bookings. My name is Liam Carolan. I'm Mark Simpson's co-host, and this is the mini series on the Boostly Podcast, which goes behind a successful business, which you need to know about as a short-term let uh, host and hospitality owner. So today we are joined by a very special guest. We've actually got uh, Hannah Oden, if I pronounce that correctly. It's
1: Auden, but it's fine.
0: <laughs> Auden. I, I, I always, I should check before we go live. Um, yeah. But yeah, all the way from uh, Superhog. She is based in the UK and Superhog is this amazing company, which we're going to find out about today, which Boostly, as you know, is all about direct bookings, and part of people's worry when it comes down to direct bookings is how do we know who our guest is, and if we can trust them ultimately, are they going to be a good guest? So today's episode is all about how Superhog as a service can help you know your guest, and um, Hannah is going to be fielding the questions. She is the real regional manager and in sales from Superhog. And she's also awesome. She's always a ray of positivity. I've spoken to her many times. (laughs) No worries. (laughs) I've spoken to her many times in the past, uh, both for my own business, but also um, on behalf of Boostly. So welcome along, Hannah. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you for inviting me on. It's a pleasure.
0: Cool, cool. So let's get started. If you wouldn't mind introducing yourself, obviously your role within the company and really what, what Superhog does. I know I've given you a bit of a lead up there, but
1: um... you have. You've told them everything <laughs> that they need to know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in part of the sales team at SuperHog. And I guess my job is to entice property managers to buy our service in a nutshell. <laughs> um, but obviously, I do things like I'm doing today. So I'm quite well rooted in the industry and like to do webinars and I'm at the conferences and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I've been at Superhog since since it started. So Superhog's been around for like four years. So yeah, I've been one of the, I like to call myself one of the OGs, which is some sort of Gen Z language or something, isn't it? An OG? <laughs> one of the OGs old person the is what I would say. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I've been, I've been there for, for the, the full duration of seeing Superhog go from, like, you know, the idea to to what it is now. So, yeah, it's been very enjoyable so far.
0: That's cool. That's cool. And before we talk more about what Superhog does, what, what is your history? What did you do, I guess, before you got into guest verification and uh, the hospitality industry?
1: Yeah, so I have worked in insurance. So in the insurance industry, everyone goes, oh, boring um for since I was 17 I won't tell you how old I am now but it was a long time ago um and and yeah I just I went to college for a bit but I was like I always wanted to work I always just wanted to make money so um I joined an insurance company and I worked my, my way up to being a manager there um and then um I just decided that I wanted to take the leap out of there and and do something different and the opportunity with um well it's guard hog technologies is the, the company in the uk and then we've got super hog as well so um it was kind of like a leap because it was local to me um down the road so we've got an office round by where i live but it was a startup company as many are in this industry and um it was a bit daunting i was a bit like shall i shan't i join um but i'm really glad that i did um and to me, what we do isn't insurance. It's you know solutions for for the industry, and it's a completely different industry compared to insurance. Like like I say, it's not boring. So um, that's what I've done basically before this is just remained in insurance, and that is it.
0: <laughs> that's cool though because the the thing is, like, whereabouts are you based in the UK? Ah,
1: uh, so I'm about an hour from London, so I'm in the south. Cool. cool. Um, yeah, I do like but- it.
0: What I love about uh, Superhog in general, or um, Guardhog, is that it has started off as a relatively small, you know, sort of yeah. problem-solving uh, thing, which has allowed hosts now all over. Am I right in 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 the belief yeah. that you guys are everywhere now? You're all over. We're global.
1: World. Yeah, we're global. We we've, we've got a lot of uh, traction in the US in the last twelve months, so we're doing exceptionally well there. <laughs> but everywhere, we are everywhere
0: that's cool and this is the great thing about hospitality in general is that there's not just the hospitality side there's so many different new pieces of tech and yeah. problems being solved and they serve a global market which is exactly what um superhog does so <laughs> um and and we should briefly mention we were talking about family just before we came on here i've yeah. got a little boy you've uh, your family is all still there you can now work from home is is that
1: yeah so this is why you can see everything here I'm i have an office uh, offense I'll say that, um, at home. And yeah, I, I work half and half the week here and then uh, and half the week in the office. But to be fair, my teams so and the sales team are not in the office um, down the road. Um, they are in Barcelona, the US, Australia. So um, so that's why I do kind of half the week at home because, you know, I just really go into the office to, you know, get out of my four walls really and just see a few other people. But yeah, it's really, it's really great. I can work from home and I can do, you know, speak to clients via Zoom. I mean, I'm so used to doing this type of call because I'm using Zoom every day. Um,
0: We've done it plenty of times, haven't we? And the the cool thing is you then get to spend time with your family and like we said, it's half term and and stuff like that, which is cool. So yeah, let's dive into, into Superhog. So what problem does it solve and why?
1: Lots, I would (laughs) say. So um, Superhold prevents bad guests essentially from staying in your properties in all shapes and forms. And I have this conversation with property managers like every time that I'm, I'm on a call that, you know, your perception of a bad guest could be anything. It could be a criminal, it could be someone that trashes the place, it could be someone that stays but does a charge back there's like so many different reasons why you would say that someone's a bad guest in fact we actually had this like chucked around the office the other day like what's everyone's interpretation everyone was like worried they were going to say like they'll you know uh, give a bad answer but I don't think there is like one answer for a bad guest it could be multiple different things so we do that by validating who the guest is in order to prevent damage happening or financial loss happening down that end so that's kind of like our bread and butter it's always about prevention Uh, we then also provide a deposit management solution which includes um, a way that we can monetize damage protection for property managers so we can actually make you money and provide that pot for damage um, in case you need it Um, which obviously is something that a lot of property managers come to us for is deposit management they don't want to do it anymore they don't want To have to pay the fees to the to the bank and all that kind of thing. So we take that off of the property manager as well and provide that. And then the most important thing, which I actually think is the most important thing, but I don't think everyone thinks it is, is uh the big stuff. So what happens when something really does go wrong in your property, like I don't know, a fire and the guest causes a fire and like what have you got in place for that? So we have protection in place for for the big stuff, I like to call it. Um, So yeah, that's it in summary.
2: If you're struggling on how to get direct bookings and overwhelmed on where to start, then I recommend you go and book in a call with Boostly and our team right now. We can walk you through exactly what we're offering, how we can help you and give you a portfolio of websites that we have worked with that are matching not only your niche, but could be in your location as well. Boostly has helped over 2,000 hospitality businesses all over the world increase their direct bookings. And if you are interested, then all you need to do is go to Boostly, B-O-O-S-T-L-Y dot co dot UK forward slash call and book in an appointment with one of our sales team.
0: And uh, they do say prevention is the best cure, don't they? So yeah. it's something which we talk about a lot here at Boostly when we're talking about direct book and websites. Yeah. Um, The number one question I get is, well, Obviously, Airbnb do host cover. What do what what happens if I get a direct booking? And then you go, well, mm-hmm. you know, let's be honest. The you're getting all that extra income. You're getting the higher. You know, there's no booking fees, and you can easily yeah. charge your guest the difference, and and you know, sort of make some extra profit. But then also responsibility then falls to the host in question. But mm-hmm. there's lots of tools. There's lots of ways that you can verify the guest. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is that there's there's companies like Superhog, which can can do that for you. You don't even need to have to worry about how you're going to do it you could just come straight to superhog and 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 have that done for you so uh, we exactly. covered what regions obviously it covers so literally yeah. any host and most of the people listening to this are going to be in hospitality or some sort of yeah. host somewhere in the world they might be thinking well I like the idea of direct bookings but how do I how do I prevent these problems and I liked what you said there about what is what is a bad guest because some hosts hmm. consider you know, there's a bit of washing up left that could be a yeah. bad guest, <laughs> but, but yeah. what we're really talking about here is the people who are out to cause a, a real problem within the property isn't it is is people yes. who are smoking trashing having parties all of yeah. all of that side of things which which was really you know sort of what it covers so yes let's go with how does it work so if i'm a host yeah what is the process for how do i stop that guest from from causing problems
1: um so yeah so what we implement is uh, a way of verifying the guest. We do that through communication. So we have to we have to get the guests to do something once they've booked. So essentially, what would happen is um the guest would book. We would then follow up in some shape or form with a verification link. The guest would know that this is coming to them before. um so you would communicate to them properly beforehand because obviously you get pushback otherwise. So we communicate with the guests, get them to verify. We can do that through a manual integration link, their PMS, or we have a direct API that some people will build to. And then what happens is the guests would then be going through that verification. They would provide their email, telephone number, address, their ID. And then once they're verified or we look at the verification, obviously. Um, if they're verified, we give them the you the green light. If they're not verified, we give you the red light. I was gonna don't know why. I thought about the brown light then I don't know what was thinking, maybe the red it light. Could, it could um, be a
0: brown light, depends, you know, like how 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 much no, of a situation mind.
1: it is. <laughs> I don't know what yeah, I don't know what my brain was thinking then. But yeah, so essentially we're giving the green light or the uh, the red light if the guest is verified or not. Um, and that's us saying great, we think they're okay, we think you should be confident hosting that guest. In that process, we can also, um, as I said earlier, do deposit management. So we can add in a step for the guest to complete, which would include either a deposit, um, paying a deposit or a damage waiver fee. And the guest would come to the end of their journey and then we would tell the, the host that the guest is verified or not on that basis. The host then has... I mean, what we provide is a toolkit, really. So we are not here saying, like, don't, you know, cancel your bookings. That's not what we're there to do. But we are there as risk management to say, we're not sure who this person is. You may want to think twice about Mm -hmm. about hosting them. But, yeah, the process works that we send communications to the guests through various different ways of integrating once they've booked and then once they've completed that, we let the host know and that's done before checking. So the other way, there's other things we obviously do in that process, like a verified, a guest is verified, we're providing protection for that as well. And then the guest still goes on and causes damage. So we have a resolutions portal in the host's account that they can then obviously add in the claim and everything, and, and we will pay out on that basis. So That's kind of it in a nutshell. It's really, really simple. It's really, really simple. There's no like huge amounts of integration that's needed, basically.
0: What what I like there is that you're providing all the information for hosts to be able to make their own decision. Like you say, you're not getting involved and going, cancel this, you know, this needs to happen. Yep. It's ultimately like having an ace in the hole for a host where everyone knows through Airbnb you get kind of the past reviews, but. I yeah. allow people to book who have got no reviews. You know, I allow people yeah. who have just joined the, the platform. I don't know anything about them. So if I was to use, you know, know your guest from Superhog, I'd actually <laughs> be able to find out, you know, have they just um, created an email address? Have they just bought a burner phone and that side of things? How, how you know, what is exactly. the history of, of, of all that? And that's yeah. the cool thing. I, I think there's a couple of things worth mentioning here. First of all, when we talk to guests, sorry, when we talk to hosts, a lot of the time, when they're talking about direct bookings, the first question I always have when they're worried about if a guest is going to cause damage through a direct booking is, I go, "How many times has it happened so far? What 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 claims have you done? Talk me through the last twelve months." And it's it's usually it's either zero or a handful. Yeah. But this is the cool thing that you know, even just one or two could be quite costly. So just having this tool yeah. and all the information at hand just allows you to make a little bit extra you've got a little bit more due diligence as to whether or not that guest is going to look after your place. And then having that option, it's almost like a triple layer of protection because you've got the, the verification, you've got the, the insurance, uh, you know, sort of waiver that side, you can take a deposit or that Mm -hmm. side of things. And then also you've got, if there is a problem, well, then there's a resolution. So it is a really good, a good system. And certainly we here recommend at Boostly.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I like to call it the complete solution people, often ask us like who do you compare to like and it's actually a really difficult like question to answer because there are similar services out there in regards to like the verification process but they do it completely different than we do there's obviously insurance providers out there but they're only based in like certain countries so we have like everything together in one toolkit and that would be I think what well, that is our USP in my eyes is that everything is is in one place and everything is, is everything that we created is a thought from a you know a, a property manager. Um like originally we didn't have deposits and damage waivers, we had just, you know, a guarantee in place. And everything's evolved because of us talking to, you know, to property managers and being in the industry. Uh, even to one extent that recently and this is what kind of business we are if you work with us, um, we actually added in an extra um, verification tool, mainly for the U.S. market. Mm-hmm. So we were um, asked about a, a certain check oh. on the sex offenders register in the U.S., mm-hmm. um, mainly because it was it's now become a state law for Arizona, um, and nobody else, as far as we know, is doing it anywhere, like not even the big OTAs. Mm-hmm. And we done it so we've created it we've implemented it within a very short piece of time so obviously we're getting a lot of people from Arizona contact us because they have to they have to put their guests through this check as part of the state law so that's the kind of thing that we will do as a company um and how we're different from others is is doing stuff like that within you know A quick thought process and getting it done so that's how I like to say that we're differentiating between the rest of the the rest of the services out there
0: that is you make a really good point there's so so many times when we do these podcasts we're talking about what the latest regulations are and they're different across every you know country continent Mm -hmm. state town you know like there's so many different regulations out there and as you say with Arizona with this new regulation well you're able to actually Help with that, and I think this yeah. is something that we're going to see more broadly across hospitality about the responsibility yeah. of hosts making sure that guests aren't causing problems to neighbours, to mm-hmm. uh, you know, antisocial behaviour, and all of that stuff. Well, this is this is that triple check, as you say, is is what can help with it. I think it's a really good initiative. One thing you mentioned, yeah. and one thing I want to pick up on, um, as I know there's going to be hosts out there wanting me to ask the question is, how does this work for guests? Is this is this something which puts off guests from booking in general? How would you answer that?
1: So, I mean, it's difficult actually to answer in regards to like whether guests get put off because we don't see that kind of side of it as a as providing the service, you know, the property managers see that. But we've never had any feedback from property managers to say, my guests, are, you know, my occupancy is down considerably because, because I've implemented super hogs. hogs. If anything, it's obviously staying the same or getting better for them. But in terms of the guest process, it's very simple. And it's I always say the same thing. It's always about communicating with them first, as long as the guest knows what they're meant to do before they've even booked. So we provide all of this. We provide all the wording and stuff. You know, we wouldn't just allow you to just go off and just make it and, you know, make it all up and stick it in your listing and hope for the best. We, you know, have wording that we specifically say, put this in in your listings um, on the OTAs or on your website um, to tell guests what exactly what's expected of them if they book with you. Because the thing is, that is going to put off the bad ones. The good ones are going to keep doing it. You know, they're not going to worry about, about having to verify because they are genuine people. They're booking your property for a holiday you know, to spend with their family or whatever. They, they don't mind providing that information so as long as you're communicating first great and then um the process of actually doing it takes a couple of minutes the only thing i think that you would we we do get the occasional um pushback on is is maybe the id feature There's the giving of email addresses and things is just quite a normal thing for people to do online, like when they register on a website and, and bits like that. But the ID feels like, Oh, I'm giving my ID over to someone on the internet. I mean, everything's secure. We have a proper, you know, data protection policy in place and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, they, that's the only thing that we, we may at times get pushed back on. Um, and it and normally the guests would come directly to the host or to, answer and we would just reassure them and say look it's just part of the booking I mean I gave this scenario yesterday that it is no different than when you had to give your passport over to someone in a hotel like I remember
0: for a day wouldn't they they'd keep it yeah they put it in the safe that's crazy yeah like
1: I remember going to Morocco and having to hand over my passport to put in the safe and they were like they weren't giving it to me back and I was like oh, my God, <laughs> like, I'm in this country I don't know anything about, you know, and I was really nervous. Obviously, I got it back and it was fine, but, like, like we did that and that was natural. It, it, it's it, we're all we're providing essentially is like a front desk check-in process it's just that it's online and it's only because of the dangers online everyone talks about you know sharing data and that kind of thing but that's obviously our responsibility to make sure that we're keeping that data you know safe and and stuff like that which obviously we do and it's all regulated and stuff so um that's the only kind of thing but other than that like we get you know the majority of our guests have no problem going through there's a lot of our accounts that guests are A hundred percent going through, like there's there's not you know a complete amount of drop off, and then people cancelling because of it. And the people that do cancel bookings because of it, as in guests, are probably the ones that are up to no good. And that's the kind of the whole point and what we're trying to do here.
0: Exactly. Um, I I think that's the two biggest takeaways from that is the ones it puts off you wouldn't want anyway. You know, like uh, we we've you know if if we've got guests who aren't happy to hand over ID then usually it's because they don't want a, they don't want their identity to be known for a certain reason isn't it for a reason yeah exactly and yeah. like you say hotels have done it for years and um you know it's yeah. still a, a here in the UK there is still a, a law that every short term rental should be taken proof of yeah. passport yeah you know that as in it, it, it is a thing here so it doesn't get enforced but ultimately we can always lean back on that So I've got some questions here, Hannah, which is from the Boostly community. I checked this. um, I said that we were having this conversation today. So these are their questions. What are the biggest mistakes that you see hosts make regarding guest verification and how do they overcome this?
1: Well, at the moment, I, I get a lot of people just saying that they're just taking IDs like like you just said, they A lot of clients that I speak to just say, oh, I'm taking their ID and it's just, you know, I just put it in my email. I mean, that's not secure at all. No, like look, if,
0: so their, their uh, id doesn't do anything and I've, I've had this from people where they're just like yeah i've got their driving license great what has it told you well nothing nothing what are you doing with it? <laughs> yeah I, did, did you get a picture of them with the driving license no i just well that could be one that they found do you know what i mean it's just not it's not yeah. necessarily their id is it so
1: exactly it's not foolproof. like what are you actually doing and the other thing is the other thing that people always say is oh you know if i'm a bit." If I think it's a bit of a red flag, I'm not quite happy with them. I'll go and search on socials accounts and on the reviews. And I'm like, how long are you taking to do this? Like, do you actually have the time to sit there and research all these people? And maybe someone that's got, you know, one property and it's, you know, they haven't, they've got another full-time job or whatever, and they've got the time to do it. Fair enough. You know, like they might have time to do that, but do you really want to be doing that? Would you not rather use a toolkit that's actually... Yeah, you know, it's hands-off. You don't have to do it. It's actually got biometrics in place. So, like, our ID and that, like, our email address checks are, like, real checks. It's not just, like, me sat at a desk going, oh, this guest, mm, that email address, I'm mm, not sure about that. Oh, the ID, oh, they look a bit, I, I don't think that's that person. Like, everything is, <laughs> everything. I, I feel like I always want to laugh when I say that because I can just imagine someone doing that. We're doing, like, our... our Our system is automatic. It's doing real checks on these people's information and reporting back on it. So it's going to save that person time and potentially money and help them scale a bit more if they want to scale and um, boost um, and add to their portfolio. You know, it's going to take something away from them. So, yeah, so what they're doing, I don't think is enough to secure, like at the end of the day, something Ad happening at the other end of it so why not use something like ours Us that's not expensive and is actually going to do real checks
2: quick break from the podcast to let you know that the two boostly books that we brought out the book direct playbook and the book direct blueprint are two of the top rated and the best selling in the hospitality category on amazon for just two pounds you can grab both of those books right now the foundations and the structures that you need to put in place is in the blueprint and then for 101 marketing tactics, that is in the playbook. So go and grab a copy on Amazon now. Just type in book, direct playbook or the book, direct blueprint, and uh, we'll see you on either side.
0: The next question I've got is, do hosts get to keep the email address that's collected for marketing purposes?
1: So they do. And that is, um, that is, that shows in the account. So the guests do sign to confirm that. So we do have an agreement and they confirm that they've agreed to our terms in that respect. So that's part of their journey um, that they go through in that verification. Um, So, yeah, and that is accessible in their account currently and they can then market to that.
0: Cool, cool. And there's a second part to that question, which is, do you, Superhog, then market to the guests your services or, or any way, shape or form? Or does that email just get left for for the host itself
1: it does so we don't currently mark market to the guest we don't we used to have like a guest product but we've kind of wiped that out for a while so uh, we're focusing on our host product at the moment so no currently we don't market to them because we don't other than the damage waiver which they're obviously already getting that through the journey anyway there there isn't anything else that we're providing the guests currently
0: does SuperHog integrate with uh, CRMs like MailChimp or, or similar?
1: Not at the moment, no. So we are creating, and this probably will be something that we do do because there's so much in our roadmap, but we are at the moment building something out in our tech to build a report. So, you know, you can get access to those email addresses and stuff stuff a bit better than what we've currently got otherwise yes, at the moment those coveted can...
0: email addresses we talk about them so much here at Bushley to uh, market to the guests so i'm sure that's gonna gonna go yeah. down a storm once uh, once you're able to do that but like you say people yes. have got access to them individually anyway you've got
1: access to them it's just it's not pulling that into you know like you've said into a crm currently
0: no worries so do I still need other insurance if I use uh, Superhog products? Um, for instance, there's ones out there from like Proper and Safely. There's there's kind of a lot of insurance-based products out there. What else does a host still need, I guess, is the question.
1: Yeah. So it's always um, advisable for them to have their normal – I always, there's so many words I could use here – underlying normal <laughs> yeah. buildings and contents insurance for the property – So if it's your home, um, you need to have that, obviously. Um, And this is for things that aren't caused by guests, because that's not what we're covering here. We are only covering risks uh, caused by guests. So if there was a fire in the house, but it was an electrical fire, we aren't covering that. If the guest causes a fire because they leave a cigarette, but that's what we're covering. So if you don't have normal buildings and contents insurance, then you're not going to be covered for those losses. So... We would always say that you should have those. It's not a term of our policies um, anymore, but, you know, it'd be advisable to have that. And that includes people that are doing rent to rent, rental arbitrage, like they would want to make sure that the landlord has some sort of insurance on the building because those risks aren't covered on our policy.
0: That's cool. That's cool. And to expand on that, I mean, me as a host, I can only speak from my own experience here in the UK. I know the landlord's got the building insurance. I do rent to rent or rental arbitrage for American list, yeah. and I still have public liability insurance um, and legal indemnity insurance for yeah. um, you know as well. So yes, and, and and then we still verify you know and 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 do that. So it is kind of you're covering everything that the guest could cause, which makes sense. Yeah, it? about yeah. Guest, which is
1: cool. Yeah, I mean, as a business, so in the UK we do. Um, we do have access to like, public liability, like you said, and professional indemnity. So that's another thing that some of our clients take out with us it is through GuardHog. So GuardHog still do that. But yeah, so um, we would, if someone asks us, you know, what type of insurance should I have as a host? Like we would suggest that you would get some sort of business insurance in place as well. But, you know, it's not something that we say you have to have as being part of what we do. But obviously um you can only have so many insurances can't you
0: yeah absolutely and I, I think that answers the question i can't remember if it's from terry or somebody in the community but yeah. they basically just needed to know you know do they still need that building insurance well yeah you, yes. you do um this is focusing on the guest and the guest impact yeah. of um, yes. that, of type sort of things So yeah, that kind of brings us towards the end. And as we come towards the end, we like to just do a couple of fun questions, Hannah, just to break the tension. We can relax and uh, all of the the, the questions from the community. So just some fun questions to end. What are you most excited about currently, either in business, hospitality, or in life in general?
1: Okay, I will give you a life one. Um, I'm currently in the process of looking to buy a short-term rental in Spain. so that's um me and my partner that's our dream we've got um we've got a a small portfolio of properties in the uk you'll be shocked to know none of them are short term (laughs) they're all long term but yeah we're looking to to get our first one in spain this year fingers crossed um so that's something i'm i've literally got this massive map but like on my desk of spain this is like my visual (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like you, where where am i gonna buy
0: you need to speak to it so there's some members in the boosley academy there's, there's uh somebody called nikki she's awesome she knows spain so well she's ah. so um i'm gonna connect you two after this thanks that's yeah, really so helpful she's very good she knows where you know she, well i, I guess I it's buy. A personal choice but it's where to buy for, for the best investments so yeah that'd be great thank you so, um, what resource do you think that everybody listening should go and check out? Either a book, a movie, a podcast, or hmm. anything at all.
1: Does it have to be hospitality related? Or no, no.
2: no <laughs> whatever,
0: um, whatever that everybody in life needs to go and check out. Yeah,
1: I. Um, there's a great book. Do I? I probably look like a reader, right? Um, I don't know what, is. Is a, don't know what like a reader looks like. but yeah. It's me, It's me. I'm a. Reader. Um, there's a book called "Um You Can Change Your Life by Louise Hay, and it is all about our mindset and how we think about things. And there's tools in there for like achieving goals and leaving the past behind you. And it's a real good thinking book um about how we think. So that is my what I think everyone
0: should buy Go <laughs> okay, check out so how to change your life did you say is how the... to change your life
1: by Louise
0: Hay yeah I'll give it a download on audible <laughs> um I was, I was listening to audible driving along to uh, yeah
1: to...
0: and then it brings us to our always final question which is what is your mantra in life or is there a quote or a saying that yes. resonates with you
1: I have a Albert Einstein quote which I like um I am into like everything that i think everything's energy in this world is everything goes from one thing to another even when we're not here anymore so my quote is everything is energy and that's all there is to it match the frequ- match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality it can be no other way this is not philosophy this is physics I like, that. That. I like <laughs> that.
0: And I've not heard that. I mean, I get to hear a lot of different sort of sayings, and some come up time and time again. But uh, yeah, I like that. That's really cool. And uh, yeah, based in science as well. Which is yeah,
1: cool. it's uh, it's all about positive mindset. So you know, if you're positive, if you're going positive, things are going to happen. And that's just like normal. Everyone knows, or oh. everyone has heard of that, right? But it's to do with your vibration, your high vibrations and low vibrations. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why it's saying like them match the frequency of your reality you want. So it's interesting
0: uh, yeah it's one to one to think about as well i um i've got I'm, I'm in a room at the moment and i've got quotes surrounded like um i can't yeah word, cause fixed but i've got quotes surrounded so that might make the wall Anna. so thank you for that um, yeah albert
1: einstein he's got loads of good quotes you should g- has, you google him
0: now <laughs> So that brings us towards the the point where we throw the floor open to you, Hannah. How can everyone come oh. and get in touch and find out more about Superhog? And and obviously we haven't talked about the costs and stuff like that because all that stuff can change over time. But the best yeah. place to go and find out more about uh, Superhog is is where.
1: Um, so we have our website which is, I should know the, uh, we've just changed the website, which is why I'm going. (laughs) It's knowyourguest.superhog.com. And you can also email the sales team, uh, which is just sales at superhog.com. I don't like to be um, selfish and just give you all my email address because I have, I'm part of an amazing sales team and you know the listeners here might be based in spain or somewhere else so we've got people dotted around that will obviously be better for everyone to sort of uh talk to so yeah um that email address and that website
0: cool cool we'll add it to the show notes as well so that is knowyourguest.superhog.com dot com,
1: and, yeah uh,
0: you can go and check that out now um and you know book a book a demonstration call book a
1: demonstration or... that way yeah
0: yeah, that's cool. So thank you so much for answering all of our questions today, uh, Hannah. That has been fantastic to have you on. It's always a pleasure to, to speak thank to you. Thank you. Uh, was there any questions I missed or any final shares before we bring it to a close?
1: No, I think you covered everything. It's really enjoyable to speak, speak with you today. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Hannah. And thank you too if you're listening on the Boostly podcast or watching on YouTube. We know there's a lot of places you can put your attention and we thank you for spending it with Boostly. We hope this has been useful for you Book and direct journey. And I hope you can now go out there and uh, have some more confidence to get those direct bookings. Thanks for listening.